everybody. Welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. Hi, everybody. It's Kat. Welcome, 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 welcome. Get out of that waiting room. Climb on into the elevator. We're going to ascend all the way up to the 10th floor. There's so much to cover as we review, recap, and react to this week's General Hospital. Sunny in the Pine Barrens. Carly saving the day. Death snatching a gun. Just shoot me. My life's not worth it without Jocelyn. Just shoot me. Everybody's bone. Right in the E of Kelly's. In my heart where Jocelyn lives. Um, Everybody had a Valentine's Day. Even if it's been 12 calendar months since we've gotten married, we're finally going to consummate this thing. On our one year wedding anniversary, we're finally going to do it. Because we have been fighting for a year. They did something in between him, them getting married and him getting shot. I really don't think so because they've been fighting the whole time. It's true because she found out they the, the whole she found out the Trina thing on their wedding night. On their wedding night, yeah. And then trouble, 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 tension, tension, tension. Curtis kisses Jordan. More tension, tension, tension. Mm -hmm. uh, they're they're getting to a point where maybe they can start chit chatting about stuff. And blammo, he gets shot. He gets set That's back true. emotionally. Oh, I'm half a man I used to be. That's true. They've had something in the way, whether it be their interpersonal conflict. We're talking about Curtis and Portia, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, whether it be their interpersonal conflict or actual circumstances they're facing in life, they haven't, at least from my understanding, enjoyed each other's company as they had until recently on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I thought that... I thought that um... It being their anniversary and Valentine's Day was a good day for them to, you know. Well, they finally, figure found, out how they to finally do that. found the passion for each other once again. Mm -hmm. At least something that that has bubbled over into a physical expression mm -hmm. of love. Thank you very mm -hmm. much, Liz McGowan, for her super chat donation. Don't let her do it alone. If you feel like you want to contribute to the show, you may do so. You may do so. You don't have to, but you may. But you if may. you can afford it, if you want to. If it feels like the thing to do, you can through either the super chat or the super thanks button, which is a little heart and a little dollar sign. I think it might be a cash dollar bill or something for the chat. And then the super thanks is the heart. I don't know how these things work. I don't know. I don't see what you guys see. No, you're looking at zoom and zoom alone. Yeah, I don't see what you're you guys out. see. You, you, you just, well, what do we say here in the 10th floor? About? You're just talent. Talent. You're just the talent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey Jason, Cheryl, Chandra, Sandra, Cheryl, Cheryl, and Chandra both here, both moderators in this week. Oh boy, you. you guys go watch it. P's and Q's. Well, watch what you're saying. You got two, 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 two room parents, all right? Yeah, and they're good ones too. <laughs> yes, uh, Rochelle, Sandra, Kelly, of course, is here. Uh, Liz McGowan, hi Liz, hello everybody, if you haven't voted in the poll yet, let us know who do you think had the best Valentine's Day, was it Spixie, Chalin, Milo, or Portis? Of those names, Portis has the ugliest one, and I'm really sad, because they're a hot couple. They are a hot it couple. It sounds like a porta potty you know? It does, doesn't you it? Know? It sounds like a business Maybe. that'll drop off a porta potty for your party. <laughs> <laughs> And I do also want to say a special shout out and hello to Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Dolly, I see you. I see you, Dolly. I see you every couple of days, like in the next week, and the next week, and the next week of 10th Floor Podcasts. 
you're watching it all from the beginning and liking it every single time you put on an episode. And I can't thank you enough for that. That's awesome. And that's amazing that you're listening or watching from the beginning. Now, I know up to like episode, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Episode one year in, at least. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you know, I think we really found our groove when we when we took it to YouTube. You know, before that, it's just like amateur hour the whole time. Oh, I know. I, if I went back and listened to episode one, I would might go, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So thank you very much, Dolly, for your listenership. We see you, and I wanted to say hello, shout out, because I see your name popping up uh, often when I check the analytics of the podcast. I pay attention. I do. I try to pay attention to listenership and bring you people what you want to hear. Thank you, Dolly. <laughs> thank you, Dolly. That's that's amazing to me, really. Or what you want to watch. You know, I worked kind of hard on that late night tonight we did on Thursday. I don't know if you had a chance to watch the replay, Ma. But, I did. You know, with the graphics and, and yes. little little and little 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 squares of points I and was, stuff and I a was, battle between Nell and Esme. I wasn't watching the entire time. Mm -hmm. I was listening because I was getting ready to go see Wilson Phillips well, right. <laughs> yesterday. I was getting ready to go see that. So I was listening, but not necessarily watching. But when we got to the five categories, I said, Oh crap, let me go run around the corner here yeah. and go see these buttons. Yeah. And it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you haven't had a chance to take a look at the late night tonight, we bet we 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 set it up. Nell versus Esme. And we made a final determination on Thursday. Who is more nuts? Who is more nuts, dangerous, and lethal? Lethal. Better liar. Who had the worst who had the uh the, the, the just the worst uh, of the gen genetic lottery? <laughs> you know, when it comes to predisposed insanity. Uh, so check <laughs> right? it all out. Check it all out. We we, we got in, in depth. There was in depth as we do here on the 10th floor. And, uh, you know, a chat that was with us live helped helped us make decisions, reminded us of things that we had forgotten or supported arguments that we had come up with. So check mm -hmm. it out. It was a good time. Plus, you know, we, had, we started off with a little mother-son chat. We did. Which is always we nice, did. you know. Um, and Yolanda, you guys... Actually, Yolanda left a comment on that video saying it was very nice to listen to us chat like we did. Oh. You know, she had faced something very similar. She thanked us for being there for her for during her 38 weeks of unemployment that she faced during COVID. And we wish you the best in your continued long COVID recovery, is what we do here on the 10th floor. Mm-hmm. Yolanda. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you everybody yes. that I already said in the chat too. Like you guys are amazing. I don't know how to how to do it enough, really. Like really, well, if I could like give you a dollar, a I would. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> oh goodness, uh, maybe Esme will come back. Says Kaiwan, bring her back. Maybe she'll come back. Give it some time. Right now, no plans. Cheryl wants to know how the Wilson Phillips concert was. So let's let's get that out of there. Let's satisfy any final conversation. Uh, well, the Wilson Phillips concert was really cool. So Al Jardine, um is an original member of the Beach Boys. So they did all kinds of Beach Boys stuff. And one of the band members is Al Jardine's son, Matthew Jardine, quite good, played guitar. And then the two girls are Brian Wilson's daughters from the Beach Boys. So it was, you know, and Al Jardine is cousin of the Wilson family. Right. So it was just a multi-generational band, Just really. A family of and, really some and, of your favorite musicians, too. 
Yeah, and and the girls, Wendy and Carney Wilson, stayed on the stage the entire time because they sang the Beach Boy stuff. Oh, they did the nice. melody. God, they did the melody, all the so harmonizing. They did all the harmonizing. Oh, thank you, Sean. They sounded a great, you know, because Wendy has more. Uh, Wendy has a higher voice than Carney. Carney is an alto, where Wendy is a soprano, and Al Jardine's son is able to sing a pretty good tenor. Okay. So it was really good. And there and of course when they came back on stage at the end, what did they sing? What did they sing last? Hold on for one more day. Hold on for one more day. Hold on for one, for one more day. day. Things go away. Hold on for one more day. Oh, oh, it just it makes was it, fun. I feel like I it need to be fun. vacuuming. I just need to be vacuuming when I hear that song. Right? <laughs> the only Part I didn't like about it, you guys. It oh. had nothing to do oh. with the band. And the facility was nice too. The Gallo Center in Modesto was quite nice. So, um, and it's kind of a small venue too, so there's no bad seats. Um, so it was it was it was good. Mm -hmm. It was fun and it was good. However, so the old the 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 audience is of some of from a certain generation, fine for the mm -hmm. most part, right? Holy smokes. These people don't move. <laughs> oh, you, you're out there cutting a rug in front of the stage and everybody else is sitting there tapping their hands. Right. Or not even that. It's like, do y'all have a pulse? Um, I, you, 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 what, what it is, is, is you're like, I'm 60. No, I'm 40. And just keep I, pushing is what you yeah, do. And I, and I know, I know, I understand. I understand that not everybody has the same kind of love for dance that I do. I love dancing. Why are you at a concert if you're not going to be up there shaking your groove thing? Right. You got to get your tail feather going. Exactly. Shake them. Shake them like Polaroid pictures or something. However they say. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like a Polaroid picture. Yeah, that's a good song. But basically you're up there doing your thing and everybody else is just like, yeah. I didn't at first because I didn't want to be the only person that had a well, pulse. Did you inspire the flash mob then? I just got up and danced later. I just did it. You, you know you wouldn't have been dancing alone if I was there with you. No, heck no. We, they would have probably invited us on stage. Um, <laughs> just because, look at those two. They're wild. Um, <laughs> um, it was it was very good. It was very fun. And... Uh, and we went to dinner before we went for a little dinner across the street from the venue before I posted a picture on Twitter. Yeah, uh, check it out, you guys. Twitter, Twitter, uh, X, Twix, of, uh, as it's being called me nowadays. And my, me and my main squeeze mom, my only man. Yeah, if you want to see that I old phobia that my mom that. spends time with. Go figure, huh? That, that, that old fart that's hanging out with my young and vibrant mother. Check out those <laughs> pictures. <laughs> ah, you know, I'm just picking about on him. Daddy like that. He's pick he's picked on me my whole life. I could pick on him back. That's true. Now he's a target. Gosh, Before he wasn't true. a target, he, you know, he used to, you, a lot, you know, when he was 30, <laughs> you know, like he, he was untouchable. Now? Now I can call him an old fogey. Besides, <laughs> what do you, you call himself the OG, the old grandpa, the old guy? Not the original <laughs> gangster. The old guy, and he has been for yes. twenty years. Yeah, even his 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 coach, some of his coaching stuff that the team's bottom that says OG on yeah, the sleeve. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like that that um that that came about when I was playing baseball because because Steve and my dad, 
uh, both were coaching. But when mm -hmm. you're not related to them like I am, because my dad is my dad, my brother is Steve, but to the rest of the world, they're both Steve. You know, <laughs> yes. and so there, there needed to be a differentiation between the two of them on the baseball team, and he wound up being OG. Uh huh. As he came first. Uh huh. And, and he's the old original guy. gangster. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, little family anecdotes. You know, we, we, we haven't been many places. We haven't done many things. We got little tiny stories like that that just made life fun growing up. Yeah, we had a good time. We had a good time. You know, like I hear these stories of people, oh, you know, I went to here, I went to Europe, I went to Africa, I went to... We went to Disneyland. You know, we went to Hawaii. We went to Hawaii you know, once. Yeah. yeah. And we went to Disneyland every four years. Right. But I, I'm not saying that is like a disparaging thing. It's just a fact of life. You know, we were focused intrinsically on our own daily interpersonal day-to-day -day activities and maximizing the most out of school, out of friends, out of local possibilities, arcades, carts, and golf, huh? You know? California's graded America. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Kelly says that if I colored my hair white, I'd be my dad's twin. And as I grow older, people more and more say, oh, man, you look just like your dad, not like your mom. And I don't quite understand that. Maybe it's the heavy brow. Well, I think actually, um, as you have gotten older, you do you do look a little more like your dad. You know, to me, Matt, you're a you're a mashup. You look like me and you so look it's the perfect blend. There is no question. Yeah, I think you're I think you're a mashup of the two of us very much. Well, good. Good. Well, I mean, I guess my brother leans very heavily Theol. My sister leans very heavily Lawless and I'm just the perfect mesh between the two. Yeah, I honestly, you guys, uh, honestly, it, it Melissa looks like me if I were 33 again. <laughs> <laughs> she does. Uh, Cheryl says that uh, kids, uh, her kids say that old people like herself are, are dusty and crusty. <laughs> well, I'll be dusty and crusty. Just don't call me smelly, though. Yeah. Grant, Granny would say that she's older than dirt, <laughs> which is pretty old. Dirt, dirt's old, everybody. Dirt is super old. Anyway, we've been chit-chatting long enough about nonsense. We could talk about General Hospital now, huh? That's what I promised yes, at the top of the video, right? What? It's it's what I promised at the top of the video that we would talk about General Hospital. We should talk. About, we were talking about who what we liked for Valentine's Day, and uh, I liked I liked I liked Spixie very much. They're, that was my favorite. Cute. That was, but I did like Portia and Curtis. I did I did like Portia and Curtis. I thought yeah. that was done. Um, uh, it it didn't seem like uh, oh look at that getting on. It did. It seemed you know it, it seemed. Nice. Like real um, loving intimacy, I oh, thought. Well, that's nice. That's nice. And the other two options in the poll that I put up: vote now if you haven't. Uh, Chalin and Milo, you're chasing Brooklyn and Michael and, and Willow, uh, who basically tag teamed the, um, uh, the 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 physical things. I know, mm -hmm. I know that. I mean, it sound by that it sounds completely different than what I mean. But mm -hmm. um, you know, Chalin started it off with their with their with their make it out on the bed. Chase, no shirt. Brooklyn, Not still wearing a jacket, but that's okay. That's what she wants. We know this, and it was. Still you know, I, I don't, reasonable. I don't mind. I'm not. I'm. You know what? The last thing I'm going to tell Amanda Sutton is, you have to do this. You have to do that. You, you need, need to be take more off your naked, jacket. Amanda. You need to, oh, 
No. I if thought it was perfect. You know, it was perfect. But it, I, I thought it was good, it, too. I was we, surprised he had a shirt off, actually. We got what they were talking about, which was a, the people were like, chaste, chaste, you know, like they, they've taken their vows at some sort of seminary, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's not the case. It's just not, de- I don't even know what to say, like not, not um, detailed, you know, mm-hmm. in its depiction. You get mm-hmm. the idea, you know where they're going with this and then we fade to black but for all them people who need to see their daytime dot coms you know if you get my drift uh <laughs> then you got uh you got michael and willow finishing it out yeah michael and willow um uh i thought i don't know that i would have been so um, I don't think I would have been as forgiving as fast as Willow has been. You know, it's funny because Kaiwan says uh, just now, I wish they didn't make Willow seem like such a complete fool. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, I, she I. lied think... to me because we love each other so much. And yeah, I was defensive I, I because we love whole... each other so much. I, I thought she should have held out on that for a little bit longer just to, pr- just to like prove her point. No wonder she's, no wonder Caitlin McMullen is, is thirsting for evil queen. I mean, it's a two-year-old question now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. But that's what she wanted back then. Mm-hmm. She really hasn't had a chance to really do it much, other than her being unhappy with Nina. No, I I do like it, though, because she lets Nina have it every once in a while. She sure does. And I, do, I do like that. People have no problem letting Nina have it. Yeah, I, I kind of like it when Will... Well, you know, I like it when Nina, when people get... In, Getting in his face anyway. I enjoy that. <laughs> You're just waiting for that cat fight. That cat fight that Carly doesn't seem to want to have. No, not really, huh? You're right. <laughs> not really. Not really. But yeah, I liked all the Valentine stuff. I did. I did. Uh, Willa needed help with all those kids. Michael needs to deal with Wiley and change Amelia, says Chandra. So there you go. Willow's quickly forgiving because she's a mom living, trying to raise two kids. And she's, I don't have time to fight with you, Michael. Hmm. <laughs> That's a good observation, Chandra. You might be right. Yeah, but make leave him on the couch a minute more. Okay. I, I mean, Wiley's old enough to be like, can you be like, okay, I'm going to be gone for 15 minutes. Not even 15. I'm going to be gone for five minutes, Wiley. Just make sure Amelia doesn't fall out of the playpen. Is he old enough for that yet? Oh my gosh, yes. Wiley's supposed to be five or six years old. Wiley could be Wiley could be making that girl lunch if he's six years old. Yeah, you can. And there, he's a capable quarterback, so of course he could be able yeah. to make lunch. He could. He she. He could. He could be making that little girl lunch. He could be. Uh, and I well, if she's still in diapers. He, he, I would be like, hey, Wiley, baby boy, can you go get me them whites over there, honey? Yeah. Thank you, babe. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and you see the age, too, where he's like, absolutely, yes, I will help. I want yes. to help. I no, help you're so not going to get the old. <sighs> no, 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 no. That's yeah. a couple more years. That's, that's two yeah. more kids down the line before the oldest is like, all right, I'm tired of being the third parent. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Willow was raised in a cult, says Melissa. Uh, she is not meant to react as expected because she was raised in such a different manner than her peers. Basically, if I were to translate that into what I think she means, is Willow is more likely than others to just kind of fall into line and forgive what's going on around her, given her upbringing. I, I, underst- I understand that. 
But I think when people are raised in any kind of negative kind of environment, um, you kind of follow suit and kind of just continue that, you know, mm -hmm. or you stand firmly and you say, nope, this crap stops with me. No more. It's no done. more. Finished. Finito. Yeah. I'm going to break the chain. I'm going to make, I, it's going to be different for me. I'm not going to just follow with the crap that's been, you know, flowing down my stream. <laughs> I'm, I'm stopping it right here, right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Melissa says that Mama Cat, Wiley is a 2020s baby, not an 80s kid. There are no survival skills. Don't they have well, a pair or a nanny or something too? I don't know because because Willow and, and Michael like we're we're gonna live in the boathouse or the gatehouse or something like that. We're yeah, we're gonna have our send, own life on this property. They send that little boy up the hill to the big house to go play all the Constantly. time. Constantly, <laughs> go hang out with with Leo. Leave us alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chandra, says, Chandra says her nephew was making sandwiches with a butter knife at five. He pretended he was a subway and took orders. 13 years well, later, he's going to culinary school. Hey, congratulations. to That's Shaka cool. Kid. That's cool. Um, so my granddaughter, and now, now she's not an 80s baby, okay? She's six years old right now. A little blonde one you guys saw last week. So this week, she was, she got a, she got a, she lippy. She got a, she got some stuff for her mom. <laughs> and so she lipping off at her mom and her mom, you know, they're, they're, they're having discussion. The mother and daughter thing. Yes, she. They're doing the mother and daughter thing so much, Matt. It's kind of delicious to watch. Actually, I am the mother and you me. are the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, Ellie's like, you know, me, 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 I don't even care, kind of thing. Uh -huh. And I don't like you anymore. That kind of stuff. Oh my gosh, it's like it's like oh, it's it like growing up again. It it's is. exactly the same. It is so um. So you're, and, and, you know, sometimes your sister, she winds up, you know, fighting with her, you know, doing the back and forth thing. And well, and then she's like, okay, well, I'm not doing anything for you today anymore. So um, since you don't like me, I don't need to do anything for you and I won't be uh, making you any dinner. <laughs> so what did Ellie do? Oh, I'll make my like own dinner. Later? Melissa finds her in the kitchen. She's up at the stove. She's making herself some eggs. Like, but with, the, with no fire? No, with fire. She's making eggs. How? What? They had taught her how to make an egg. Oh, my God. Some time ago. Oh, my God. So she's in the kitchen. She got, she got her two eggs in the pan. She's doing her thing. And she, what are you doing? Making myself dinner, she said. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't work out the way that, no, that my sister Matt, expected. You have to be a fly on the wall one day with your sister and your niece because it oh is 1995 all over again. God. Oh my <laughs> God. That is amazing. Oh. And every once in a while, I'll say to Ellie, when I'm talking to Ellie, the last thing I'll say to her when we're about to hang up, because, you know, we're on FaceTime all the time. Yeah. Last thing I usually say to Ellie is that, baby girl, I love you and be nice to your mommy today, please. <laughs> She needs the <laughs> reminder. Oh my goodness! It's Chandra it says I'll snap. <laughs> yep. Oh my goodness gracious! Just just kindergarten, just just making her own scramby eggs. Yeah, she's just okay, but uh, you know, and basically it was like, oh, you're not making me don't dinner like I care. Okay, I make myself an eggs, and you know. 
Well, I'm hungry now. No seasoning. Is she giving her the side eye like? It's sticking to the pot. It's sticking to the pan, but that's all right. I'm making eggs. No, and Ellie, she knew what to do with it. Didn't even stick. She got the pan out and everything. Gosh, that's scary though. Like, what if she tries to make spaghetti or something? Like, I'm gonna take this further. You know, I I know how to make an egg. I've seen them make spaghetti, and then now she's just covered in in hot water. We don't need that. No, I don't think she would do that. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, let's see. Uh, Matt just needs to hang out with his sister and niece, and the writing will flow. They are his muse. <laughs> oh God, yeah, just a pic, just a big real life. I mean, that that's that, you write what you know is what they say. Right? <laughs> I don't see Kaiwan's replies. I don't know what to say about that, Kelly. Did you accidentally block him at some point? Uh, I, Kaiwan says, I remember my kid sister was making sandwiches and helping clean my diapers. That's a good big sister. Yep. Uh, Cheryl says that Frank wouldn't have to pay me a single cent to do one episode of GH so long as it's Nina going to the Pine Barrens. <laughs> I don't know if Sonny's going to do that, but he almost took Dex out at the Pine Barrens. We got to see the Pine Barrens. The Pine Barrens, of course, is just a misty, no. dark lot. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I loved seeing the Pine Barrens. And I said to Grandma when they were at the Pine Barrens, I said, oh, Grandma. I said, you don't know it, but man, there's some bones underneath their feet there. Yes. Many there's bones. bones there. Many, many bones. Many, many corpses. Yeah. And they've always alluded that the Pine Barrens are used, but at the same time, used more than they let us see. Like, we're supposed to just know that Jason and Brick and people like that have always taken folks to the Pine Barrens. Yeah, yeah. Like, when when Sonny's like, take that, then they go and... Take them to the Pine Barrens. Yeah, they probably have a backhoe in the little, like, shack not too far away. They dig a grave real quick. Kelly, I wish I could tell you how to unlock somebody if you accidentally did. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I wish I could tell you. Um, I'll just read them out loud every time. Oh, no, Chandra's going to handle it because Chandra's amazing. Yes, she is. Chandra, you're the best. You really are. You know uh, what? I mentioned, I mentioned something. I said something the other day. I don't know why, but I said something about moderators or something, you know, I, uh, to your dad. And your dad said, you talk about Chandra? Hey, look at that. You're famous in the family now, Chandra. He pays, you know, I, what I realized is your dad pays a lot more attention than I know he does. Of course he pays attention to you. He loves he you so much. He pays a lot more attention to all that, you know, because not like I sit and talk all day to him about podcasting. I don't. Well, well, the next time the Emmys comes around, we'll have to have him come by and be the cameraman. But, then uh, you, then you know, you could be there standing in your your beautiful gown, and and people like Wally Kurth and 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 Stephen Nichols would be like, "Hey, baby," right? And you can grab their attention, and the dad would be standing behind the camera and in his his silver foxiness, I guess. Um, well, he is a silver fox. <laughs> uh, and then he can draw I think the attention. Him and, of, I think. I think him and uh, I think him and John Black could be friends. You know, he could pull in the attention of, of John Black, of uh, <laughs> of you know, like uh, Lisa Lo Cicero or somebody else that might be. Oh, look at that man behind the camera! And then I'll pop in with the microphone, and they're like, "Whoa, who's this guy?" Um, it's like it's like <laughs> that moment in the office where where the little short lady shows up next to Dwight, and he's like, "F word." <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's the one time they dropped an F-bomb in the office <laughs> was for that moment. I didn't see the rest of the show. I just know that um, it happened. 
What I so the Pine Barrens and yeah. Carly goes and saves the day, right? Yeah. Doesn't save the day, but killing him, innocent man. Yeah, saves him from killing Dex. Yes. Right there at the Pine Barrens. I can't stand betrayal, he says. Yeah. I can't um, have it happen. Well, he's just. Uh, they have written Sonny. Um, uh, there ain't no Mike left in him. I don't see Mike anymore. I don't see Nixon Falls Mike. That's because Nina's anymore. not around to remind him of his Mikeiness. Yeah, I don't see any Mike from Nixon Falls. I don't see that cowboy hat, that flannel shirt at all on him anymore. Um, but yeah, and I thought, and I thought too that he was almost going to go ahead and kill him, even though son, Carly was there. He was telling the guys to take her away. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm sorry, you don't take Carly Spencer away anywhere. What is well, she going to do? She's not going to make it easy. No. No. Uh, you should have, uh, you know, I mean, he, uh, he he did what he thought needed to be done. He, he did. Now, he if there's did, anybody to really blame, it would be Brick for not looking deeper. He's just like, oh, look at this payment from this offshore account. Clearly, he's up to something. Take him out. Well, I, I, it did it did raise all kinds of suspicion, as it should have. But it should not have been a done deal, a sealed, okay, now we know. Oh, clearly done you're deal. the one that's been taking the shot at me. No, no. I mean, there was a lot no. of speculation there with not a lot of fact-finding. Yeah. But, I, you know, I guess when you're a crime boss and not a cop, you can kind of stop whenever you feel like you have the answer and you don't have to prove it. I, I, liked, I, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Kaiwan says, I think and, they're like 1996's Sonny back in the day when he was kind of an anti-hero. Yeah. I mean, my know. goodness. What are they going to do? Have him put Karen back on the pole soon? Or what are they going to do? <laughs> oh, is Sonny off of his meds? He's a loose cannon. I think he's just, he's, 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 he's in a spiral. I don't know if he's off his meds, but he's in a spiral. I don't think Sonny's off his meds. He's, and His you know, back is against a wall. And I and he's also not drinking a bunch of highball and glass highball glasses of scotch no, anymore. No, either. this is just him reacting to betrayal. It's him. Yeah, this is but him reacting you. to betrayal. Dare you try to keep me safe without me knowing? Uh huh. Now, what yeah. does Sonny has to be? And I'm sure if you if you broke it down, if they broke it down of what he's more most angry about, it would be how Dex got into town in the first place. You know, which they're he, pretty pretty much glossing over. You know, they're very focused on, uh, you know, Carly's been paying me to keep you safe. I've been here. I've, I've kept you safe. You're safe, 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 safe. But completely, you know, I also set up a camera and got footage of you selling weapons. And you'd weapons, be in the slammer if, Mike go, if Michael wouldn't have got cold feet, you'd be in the slammer so right he, now. You would be in jail right now. Right. Fighting people off with a shiv. I'll keep you safe, Sonny. You mean a lot to Laura. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I thought that, I thought all that was pretty good. Well, Chandra disagrees with you so much that she's calling you the B-word in the chat, Mom. I can't believe it. Chandra doesn't do that kind of kidding. She doesn't call you a B-word. Wouldn't that be funky, though? Wouldn't that be wild? One day, Chandra's just having a bad day, and she just hauls off and calls me an a-hole or something. That'd be weird. That's not, that's not... That's not Chandra's spirit. No, that's why it's so goofy to Angela say. Angela would yeah. be more likely to do that. That's true. That's true. Chandra <laughs> would never. She's too sweet for that. I don't know if she even knows those words. Um, uh, she says, I think he's more Mike than Sunny. So maybe she's seeing a, a, a little twinkle where you're missing it. 
Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I just don't. She goes, "What? I'm kidding, Chandra." Sometimes I just say the goofiest things. He's goofball sometimes, Chandra. I'm just saying, he really just the is. most off-the-wall nonsense. It's a middle kid thing. No, anything for attention. It's true. It's true. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I envision myself to be just like an irreverent Jeff Goldblum, but it just comes <laughs> out just dumb. Just sometimes I just say the dumbest stuff, hoping for a reaction. <laughs> and now she shares a laughing fish. I think it's a laughing fish. It kind of looks like the the baby shark. Um, do you miss the baby shark? I miss the baby shark. Those oh kids God, aren't babies no. anymore. No, that, we're done that with babies again for a while, Ma. Oh, I'm wow. for my cousin's babies. Well, Tyler's gonna be a daddy, and we don't have any pregnant characters on General Hospital right now. I know, it's a single that one. That's crazy because we went from like three at one time to none. Yeah, I mean that belly, that that. That ugly belly they had there was making the rounds, wasn't it? It sure was. Like, it we didn't even have a chance to sanitizer on that thing. It's just like, oh, man, I still feel still feel Avery's warmth on this thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, but we don't have any babies. Well, that's good. That's good. You know, I, we're, we're in a time of transition on General Hospital, it seems. You know, we got we have the new writers coming in, and before the new writers come in, they're just like, let's give them a blank slate, all right? Let's give them nothing. Everybody's breaking up. Mm. Everybody, Dex is gone. Spencer is gone. Uh, so, Lucy and Scotty are boning with with Marty. Going, oh man, I got hoodwinked into breaking up with the lady, and now I don't even want her. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Matt. So let's talk about Sonny a little bit more as the day progressed with the di with the Dex thing. Yeah, okay. so you know he does the thing, and then he, and then Carly's like, "Don't do it." And he's like, "Eh, fine." And then he leaves, right? And then he mm -hmm. catches up with Dex again in the apartment. He's like, "No, I think I am going to kill you after." <laughs> no, but well, first, but first, didn't he talk to Michael first? <laughs> he did. Talk to Michael first, Hello, and I loved, I loved that. I thought that was like, oh, I thought that was cool. I said when he called him Judas, I was like, oh boy, Hello. yeah, boy. Oh, Christina's is... pregnant. You're right. Oh, that's true. She just don't need the belly yet. Yeah, uh, don't need the belly yet. But you, we did forget about her. She is pregnant. It's just not um, important to me. <laughs> maybe not, huh? Mm. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so he did have that, that scene with Michael in which he's like, you betrayed me. And he's like, come on, Dad, I betray you every five years. Get, get over That's it. That's true. We fine. Yeah. Remember, remember that time where you, I was you like, I'm not your son. betraying each I'm other, remember? Remember um, when I changed my lane, last name to Quartermain for a minute? Remember? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, no. So Sonny mm -hmm. wasn't happy And Michael was like But you don't understand And then Sonny's like You don't need to understand mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I liked And I, I liked the interaction Between um, Jocelyn And um, Ava too you Now even though Ava Tried real hard Not to like Tell her anything She kind of had to She was doing that That That, um, that I'm going to talk to you like we both know what's going on. Yes. You know, without talking about what's going on. Like that classic. And they finally mm, just criminal double speak. They finally just talked about it, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jocelyn was like, he's going to kill him. Yeah. And it was like, well, you're not going to be able to stop that now, are you? Mm hmm. He takes and the I'm not convinced, it. Matt. It could go either way. I'm not convinced. Sonny is not going to land in the bed with Ava. I just don't want it to happen is really what it comes uh, down it, to. But it's, yeah, because it's starting to steer that way. I don't, I don't, I, I, I also don't 
know what I'm missing that everybody else is catching. Maybe it's because I just don't want it to happen, so my brain is ignoring any sort of nonsense. But at the end of this week, everyone's like, it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And I'm like, what on these last couple of days made it seem like they're growing closer and about to fall into each other's arms? I understand that Olivia Jerome is dead. I understand that Sonny has lost everybody. But does that mean that they're just going No, I don't think that would be the catalyst for them to, for them. I don't think those losses would be the catalyst for them to do that to each other. I think that they are making a connection and he's confiding in her now. He's confiding women that he doesn't sleep with. He doesn't. He confides in Anna all the time. Well, that's true. I just, yeah, I just don't want it is, is what it is. I just don't want it. I want, I want Ava with somebody else. I want Sonny to be alone is really what it comes down to. I think Sonny needs to realize that he's best by himself. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Ava and Sonny are going to have this wonderful, blissful relationship. I just don't want I them to do it. I think that they're going to, I think that crying in each other's shoulder is going to turn into something one day. I just don't, I just, I just, I just simply don't want it. I don't have anything else to say beyond that. <laughs> there you go. You don't have to want it, right? And it may not happen still, but it seems like they're just making these tiny steps towards something like that. And I don't think it's going to be ugly and dirty in the Quartermain mausoleum this time either. Ava <laughs> <laughs> and Sunny are going to get together just in time for Morgan to pop up. Hey, Morgan's not coming back either, everybody. All these characters that oh. aren't on the show... Not coming back. All right. I think I, they made I think, it clear. I don't think he's coming back either. But but I think that, you know, you see a lot of that kind of stuff on Twitter and, and people say that kind of stuff because they're spinning what they kind of would like to see. Yeah, people are always like constantly spinning what they want to see. And it's always a return of a character that's not on the show. Um, it's constantly. Well, why? How come, how come Gregory has ALS and not uh, Jeff Weber? You know, why does Finn get the story and Elizabeth doesn't get to watch her dad die? Uh, you know, like little things like that. Um, other oh. stuff too, like why do we have Cody when we could have Emma? Why do we have so and so when we could have such and such? Oh, by the way, I I love the Spinelli Cody little friendship thing. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I think they're great together. They're wonderful scene partners. I think they're great scene partners, I think and they I speak think the they... same language when it comes to like that chill, casual friendship, like. I think the actor, Cody, Josh Kelly, he really nails that, like, really casual relationship, you know? Like, the friend. Like, he, he nails mm -hmm. it with Dante. He mm -hmm. nails it with Spinelli. Mm -hmm. I even like his and romance I, with Sasha. I always, and and his, his interaction, his little friendship and interaction with Leo is always good, too. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 a, he's a good member of the cast. He's able to bring bring moments that other actors maybe can't or other characters can't because of the positions they have in their life. And, and you know, for and for Josh Kelly too, I don't think they brought him on, on in a great strong way. No, but I think he has um, evolved into something that's more enjoyable. He's finding, he's finding his own, and as they find more connections for him on the on the show, then it's only going to get better. And we still have this whole mystery of what he and Dante did in 1992. Uh, <laughs> that that you yeah. know we can still jump into whenever we need to fill some plot. Yeah. So you know, there, there's 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 places to go still when it comes to to cody so and, i'm, and I'm with, I'm with you, it uh, and but, of uh, course when 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 uh when uh john john j yorks is able to come back to work well then there he's we're gonna find out he says scorpio yeah yeah we're gonna continue on with that too because they pretty much let that rest they remind you every couple of weeks but they really haven't moved forward with anything mm -hmm. 
And I, you know, that's just, I, I'm sure that that probably would have unfolded already if John hadn't got ill. And yeah, needed to yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But you know, uh, last I heard, he's still doing well. I haven't seen an update in a little while, but you know, he's working hard trying to yeah, get healthy I... and come back to the show. Yeah. So, you know, good, good luck to John J. York. Can't wait to have you back. Um, uh, but while we're on that, you know, De Dex, Dex is gone. Dex has left town. He was given the option to die and break Joss's heart or live and break Joss's heart. Right. Just a different kind of broken way. Right. Um, I thought that people who love the Jex romance, mm -hmm. I am sure loved the grab the gun, then just shoot <laughs> me moment. That, that, that's a hardcore soapy romance moment. That, that's a flashback type of moment. You know, mm -hmm. that's Jason standing on the parapet with Elizabeth type mm -hmm. of deal. You know, that one of those moments that fans of this relationship are going to point back to. Remember when Dex pulled the gun and said, well, just shoot me. Life is not worth living without Joss. Mm -hmm. It was very romantic. It was very, it was very, uh, I might, my love will live or die with me. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyone notice how Tristan is, his voice, his voice is a little awkward, and the post that he's been sidetracked. Tristan Rogers is old. If he's dealing with some sort of health issue, let's let him deal with it in secret and private if he's not interested in being more detailed. But Tristan Rogers is old, you know, bound that his voice will weaken, his body will weaken, you know, it's, it's, it's just going to happen. Um... I would I would say Tristan Rogers is probably eighty years old. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm not gonna look it up right now because I don't know where my telephone is. But uh, I you know I say telephone instead of phone, well, and people find it to be oh, strange. Rogers. People find it super strange. Tristan Rogers is seventy-seven years old. Yeah, he's old man. He's seventy-seven. Old man. Old man. So you know I I understand Jeannie that you're worried. Uh, Tristan's in his seventies confirms Kelly. So yeah, I I just think you know he he just might be dealing with a little bit of an ailment, you know. Maybe. But uh, you know whatever, you know if he wants to talk about it, cool. If he doesn't, cool. Whatever, mm -hmm. uh, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but Kaiwan says yes, it was very Shakespearean. The whole well then kill me, you know Joss isn't. Yes. You know, life without Joss is not worth it. Yes, uh, but ultimately, really Sonny convinces him that that would hurt Joss more than if he were to just run off. And I don't know—is that true? Mm, yeah. Would you be more hurt that Sonny killed him rather than made him run off? Because I guess you can find him, you know, if he's not dead. Right. You have hope for the future. Yeah. Well, I posted on Twitter that we're just going to see him in a month on a fishing boat in the Atlantic with a full scruffy beard and a beanie and a turtleneck. You know, we're at Hargan splashed by ocean waves. And then yeah. he finds out there's some sort of danger in Port Charles and he rushes back to return. Yeah, and there's like a popped volleyball in the boat with him that he just talks to. Well, sure, you know. <laughs> um, no shipwreck, right? You know, uh, Ori Lunt, he can just show up at Jocelyn's door. She opens it up. Dex, what are you doing here? I couldn't stay away. You know, we could do something well, basic like that. I don't think Evan Hoffer's off the show. For no, a no, long. no, no, he's not. According to the cast list, at least. And there's been no, you know, when uh, when Esme was done, there was there was an announcement from the show. Thank you very much, mm -hmm. Avery Pole. You, you know, blah blah blah. Right. But there, we haven't gotten that for Spencer, and we haven't gotten that for Dex. No. So we'll see what the future is for those characters. Uh, I feel like <clears throat> Dex will be back way sooner than Spencer. Um, oh, yeah. But you know, uh, the 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 shoe has dropped uh, several weeks ago now when it comes to the replacement of Chris and Dan, and Elizabeth <laughs> and Patrick got to work like that Monday. 
Like, we're thank you very much, Chris and Dan. Here are your new writers. On Monday, they picked up their pins. Well, sure. And Elizabeth has never has been there all this time anyway. Right, right. And so it's, it's possible that while Patrick was unpacking his boxes, she could have been assisting with steering the ship, calling some shots, talking to him briefly, but then enacting what the decisions are while he transitions in, catches up on the show. She's been there to keep it going. Um, I don't know what, I mean, clearly, I mean, clearly on the show, everybody's breaking up and things are happening, but also at the same time, that is a Chris and Dan stable. So I can't say that that's necessarily a prediction, a, 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 a sign of anything because so often, the way that they wrote it was a whole bunch of nothing until everything happens, a whole bunch of nothing until everything happens. And we're mm-hmm. in the everything is happening portion. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means going forward, but I do know that the new writer stuff is bound to crop up in the next month or so. Sure. sure. So I don't know. Maybe you're going to start with the big Jason return. Maybe that's their first story. Well, the first, you know, Jason's first day is March 4th, Monday, March 4th. That's only two weeks from yeah. Monday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's so. Two weeks from Monday. Yeah, but we're getting there. Yeah, super close. And I saw the two of them um, talking this morning. Well, they weren't. I was listening to the, them this morning. However, you know, it was from a couple of days ago. But Steve, uh, Steve said, Steve Burton said that um, Elizabeth, who has been working there for thirty years, she's mm-hmm. been on the writing staff for thirty years. So yeah. she, she's. Quite a historian, too, I would imagine. From my understanding, I think Fido said so. I think Angela has said something uh, about Elizabeth Cortez, Corti, Cortes. I don't know exactly how to pronounce the last name. One day I'll hear it. Um, mm-hmm. But her, her, she's the the unofficial historian. I think even M.K. Weir might have said something about it, too, while we were on tour. I think she did. Where she's the unofficial historian for GH because she's been working there for so long. And um, it really seems to me like she handles the big, like, remember the big Laura story where Cyrus was brought in? Of course we remember it. Um, yes. But all of those really old family connections that were brought up. Well, to and, link and the Steve, characters. And Steve Burton said that he... He says he he believes he's so like I'm not sure but I'm pretty sure that she pretty much wrote um, Jason going from Jason Quartermain to Jason Morgan. Well, there you go. She there wrote you that. Go. You know, and, she was very much on that team of writing <laughs> the change of Jason. Right, and uh, Patrick Mulcahy he's he's written for General Hospital before too, and uh, what was during a, a, a I don't know a good a good time you know a high time. Uh, for storytelling so you know big big uh, big exciting uh, possibilities coming our way now you know it's not just the talent of the writers it's also the uh, feelings of the network it's the feelings of the executives you know it's it's a big team contribution here to the story it's the final say uh frank frank and frank gets the second to last say and abc is the one that you know they're like the president we're like what's this new law okay cool or veto you know mm-hmm. uh so you know we'll just see we'll just see how it goes uh melissa says that dex is going to start drinking uh with danny and taggart and ali's off screen off screen <laughs> <laughs> and then uh Chandra said that um uh oh dex dex has been sent to nixon falls he's going to organize the summer hoedown and i am for that one chandra yeah, if they he want to can put rebuild back the Tano. Up, the Tano, you know, he rebuilds the Tano. We find out what's <laughs> happened to Phyllis. Phyllis moved back home, you know. Charlie's <laughs> just didn't feel the same. I wanted to be back in my own old kicks, my old digs. We can have <laughs> we can have Dex and Phyllis, you know, Phyllis being like, hey, man, them the oh breaks, Oh, my huh? goodness. You know, I'm I with think, it. Now, 
I think Josh is going to go look for him. Probably. I think. I think she's going to. She's going to find him in the uh, the Sandrine River, trying to find Spencer's body. I think she's going to. Uh, you know, I say that because Josh. If they they should write it that way because Josh is Carly's daughter, and they don't just accept things. Right. They don't um, just accept things. Not unless the story says they accepted it. <laughs> Right, but you know, as a but character, generally speaking, though, no. Generally speaking, no. they're going to push speaking, things until it... until it's it's beyond dead, mm-hmm. you know, beyond all hope. Uh, mm-hmm. Patrick is the one who made the character of Carly, says Daisy. So you know, like I said, oh. b- b- writing. Did he invent Carly? Did he go up to the executives and say, "I think Bobby needs a long lost daughter"? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but was but he, he responsible probably... for writing a lot of Carly? Probably. Well, and back then, Carly was so rotten, so he would be able to write the heck out of some rotten women. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Melissa says that the Tano is now the Dexo, and Shonda replies, hey-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are very funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, Chris and Dan were good writers, but they're now influenced by uh, the Diesel lives back in the 60s compared to the white live like that one lost cohesion um but they uh they 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 were influenced by i don't know something bad rather than something good is basically what that boils down to (laughs) and i wonder where those um i wonder if those writers are have already like joined another team on another show i really don't know (laughs) i mean today's our lives chris and dan uh (laughs) i don't know we'll see because uh from my understanding it's it's the the head writer position that they struggled um you know, artistically, uh, I don't know what, mm-hmm. what exactly to say, you know, cause mm-hmm. I, I'm not qualified to say that they were bad. I've never written a show in my life. Uh, but mm-hmm. reaction from other people more in the know, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we would say that it's the uh, head writer position that they struggled with, but the daily writing, the breakdown writing, all of that other stuff, other than being the ones that push the mm-hmm. creative direction of the show, they were great at. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the future. Just, you know, like realizing that you're not a great boss. Well, I would think that, um, you know, like you've said before, that um, I think I think uh, a new head writer every once in a while is, is uh, yeah. you know, uh, a good thing. Mm-hmm. And you've said before that um, typically there's about three years of good storyline and then they start struggling a little bit. Right. Right. And I got to keep that in mind when I try to break into the Hollywood writing business, too. Like, okay, I've, I've said myself that I should only have this job for three years. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to sign on for a fifth season, is my well, work still I just as good? When it comes to longevity, when it comes to longevity and, and, and keeping a position, don't you think that if you were like a, a not the head writer that you probably would have a better chance of that? Probably. And really when it comes down to it, once Breakdown once, writer, writer, whatever. Like, I can't speak, you know, I'm not a writer. And one day, you know, I'm going to try to invite Darrell Anthony to come talk on the show. He wrote for Days of Our Lives for a little while and has some nice opinions on, on Twitter that I agree with every once in a while. <laughs> I actually invited him to be on before, but then the strike happened and I haven't picked up the conversation since. So, Darrell, if you're listening, send me a message. Um, uh, because I, I, mean, I, wanted, I would be curious to know what, you know, the, the job-to-job life is like for a writer. You know, because um, there's a lot of writing happening. There's a lot of scripts being sold that aren't being in, in production. So people are constantly getting paid for work that isn't uh-huh. ultimately produced. And so I just wonder, you know, how, how long is it typically the break between jobs? When do you think mm-hmm. it might be coming? How scary and surprising is it when they do decide that they're going to make a change? 
uh, you know, how do you, I mean, cause I, I feel like I'm in a similar position in my life where I'm wondering those similar things, you know, I'm at a, you know, because when I work, I'm very focused on that job, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't really put my mind on being like, well, what else is out there for me? Uh, mm-hmm. and so, and then I'm put in this position where I'm like, well, what is out, else is out there for me? And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just an interesting thing to navigate mm-hmm. Get used to their, their daily momentum, I suppose. I don't know. Me too. It's yeah, a I scary. Mean, you know, um, pretty secure, you know, uh, not, not so much anymore, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll get a little income going. I'm not worried. I'm not going to be homeless and I don't have to move back in with my mommy. Uh, oh, Matthew, <laughs> you could move back home in a minute in a heartbeat, but I would ever want that for you. I know that you don't want that. No, you don't no. want that. You don't want that. No, I gosh, know. Antica sucks. If you live somewhere else, maybe. I know you don't want that, so I don't want it for you. <laughs> uh, would you like to join the conversation, Ashandra? Well, log into YouTube and you can pop into the chat. She capitalized the chat with a capital T and a capital C because that's your name. You're the chat with Matt and Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Hey, Sabrina. Hey, Lola's mom. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What were we talking about? Um, We can be done talking about all them people. We can be done talking about Dex. Dex will be back soon. We could talk. We're done talking about Dex. We're done talking about that whole corner. Oh, and I, lo- and I love Jocelyn, too. I hate you. Oh, yes. She, she threw a huge tantrum. You're a criminal and a liar, and I'm never going to forgive you. Well, yeah, she made, he made Dex run off. It, it's good if jack's fans had a great week i know that they're worried and concerned that this is it forever it's not this is this is just a bump in their story you know um i don't want to say a minor speed bump because this is a major speed bump um mm-hmm. but not one that is uh that's it you know never again are we gonna see them that's that's not mm-hmm. the case dex will be back just give it some time maybe he can bring his daddy <laughs> with him in two weeks Right, right. You know, give it a moment. <laughs> give it a moment. Anyway, anyway, enough of that. Enough of that. Welcome back, Eden McCoy. Uh, yeah. Uh, we love Spixie. We're looking. I mean, I love how how just how. I don't know. I don't know how to say it because it's 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 not it's not a bubbling pot of passion. It's no, just like, but she but she's fallen for him again too. Yeah, it's 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 just it's rekindling something that just went dormant and never left. You know. Yes. Yes. Um, and and it's like it's like the community around Maxi and Spinelli recognize that these two should just do it again. And and when when is when is Maxi going to realize that um he didn't hire the worst contractor in the entire world? <laughs> well, he's, he's, his pipes are fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's been lying. <laughs> uh, and it, was, it was all Felicia's idea. I think Felicia knew too. She's like, you know what, Maxie, you need to stop worrying about this whole like Peter and Nathan stuff. You gotta, you, you, it's it's Damien. Damien's your yeah. future. <laughs> yeah, take a look at there at Georgie's dad. You know. Yeah, take a look at him uh, again. Take a look at him again. Yeah. So she she convinces him to lie about the pipes so he can go and move in with with overwhelmed mm-hmm. Maxie and help support financially and it makes sense because you're already Georgie's dad and you love each other. <laughs> you know, I think Felicia had a lot and more to do with that than they let on originally. I think so too, and I think Spinelli is um um of course he you know being with his daughter being able to be a bigger part of, of his daughter's life and er- there every day but um also for James too you know James needs that yeah yeah you know good 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 uh, regular balance it's it's what, yeah. the, it's what Laura and Kevin want to bring to Ace's life you know just some good good consistency but we'll get into oh, that a little goodness. later 
I look at Laura and Kevin adopting Ace and, you know, and I, and I think about it in like, you know, in real life, in real life, like if that happened to dad and I right now, holy smokes, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I wouldn't let no, no baby of mine go somewhere else, but man, be so you tired. think about it. You would be well, so they're in tired. High school, you're in high school, they're going to be damn near not damn near 80. Yeah, you're going to need uh, definitely the support of other people or hope that Boy. maybe Nicholas will get out of jail before then. Uh, but, you know, I would say that I don't want to transition to that yet. I want to I want to finish talking about what we were talking about, which was Spix. Okay. And the rest of Valentine's Day, because, you know, uh, you know, we, we touched on Michael and, and Willow. Um, I, I think that the key thing there is, yeah, oh, my God, Willow, like, don't be so forgiving. Um, but I don't know. Are they sexy? Do you no. find them sexy? No. Yeah, and their little love Megan was just not... You, no. I felt more passionate. I never have Brooklyn found them to Chase. be sexy. So, uh, I like Brooklyn and Chase. I loved their, their bonding over not liking Valentine's Day. Where they're just... Where it's not like we... Oh, gosh, we hate Valentine's... That's not what it is. They're not annoyed by it. They don't wish it should, it should go away. It's just not mm -hmm. their holiday. Mm -hmm. And they both... And they're both like, okay, good. Let's go home. Like... Yeah. He had the champagne and all of these little classic little tropes. And I even mm -hmm. was like, champagne, Chase? What the hell? But it all turns out just because well, I'm, I'm supposed to do this stuff on Valentine's Day. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, Chase, why, why are you picking at not a better location? Isn't that the same place where like uh, Ava got uh, where Ava got hooked? hooked. <laughs> it's the same damn couch out there by the barbecue pit. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, like, good, let's go inside. It's cold. Uh, you know, and then they go in, they do, they do their business and they, they call it a holiday. And I think that's, that's very real. That was a real depiction of them. So that's good. I, so. I can end the poll now. Portis won 40% of the vote who had the best Valentine's day. So I guess they're happy to see Curtis and Portia reunite. Officially. Well, I tell you when it comes to, when it comes to like the, um, screen presence and how good they looked. <laughs> well, I mean, down winner. <laughs> you, you can stick Donnell Turner up there in a tie-dyed loincloth and people will be like, hell yeah. Well, that's kind of true, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I love Sasha's talk with Maxie about how the love won't be the same, but it doesn't matter. It'll be great. That's true. Yeah. It'll be I, I love what they're doing with Sasha right now. You know, they need to give her a new, a new bigger story i think mm -hmm. you know they need to give her something new but um but i love that they're not writing her broken yeah she's 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 strengthened from her her trauma yes i love that yeah finally we don't have to watch her suffer anymore no 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 she, suffrage she's, was too much she's put that behind her you know all of that stuff was was just a you know terrible aftermath of an unfortunate series of events with her husband and child and now she's got a whole opportunity. That terrible mother-in-law of hers. Yeah. A new opportunity to, to do something else with her life. I, I like it. I think Sasha's an important character in the fact that she's Sasha and not Sasha Cassidyne, Sasha Spencer, you know. Uh, you know. I know that we constantly say, oh, well, you know, she's Nina's real kid. And that, that would that, that would just continue to muddy bloody waters, you know. Uh, so you I, know I what, think that you she's important. You know what Sonny could do? Sonny, like anytime, anytime Sonny has to like tell somebody they got to go like he did with Dix, mm -hmm. I think they have to go live with Gladys as punishment. <laughs> that could be Gladys's roommate. No! 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 Anything but the shoot me! Shoot me! <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Sasha could become a radio love advice host. She could be the Dr. Drew of GH, ma. She could, he could be, um, uh, uh, no, they already did the, they, they already did the boy lander thing. The man landers. <laughs> yeah. Nathan is man landers. <laughs> As written by, by Amy. Uh-huh. <laughs> or Amy was man landers and Nathan was yeah. the face. Yes. I thought yeah. that was, um, a lame storyline. <laughs> well, you know, but the book has survived. They still have a man landers book. They put it on display during our, uh, our tour. They had it up at the pool set. They somebody did? To, to look at and leaf through. They did. Chandra says, Sasha and Revan Uncle Ponytail. And I don't see Sasha giving Cyrus much time of the day, given their previous history. Oh, Maybe he, they can work for WZPC. WZPC Radio, coming to you live all day long with today's greatest hits. I thought, didn't you find it? I know we're not probably not transitioning to that yet, but um, a radio show? Oh, well, let's transition because I want to talk to this thing to death. Okay, so it's clearly WZPC is a news radio station and not what I just did. It doesn't have mm -hmm. today's hits. But no. every hour, on the hour, traffic and weather updates and more. Mm -hmm. dun, 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 dun. Coming up in 15 minutes, Cyrus's religious hour. <laughs> you know, what's the name of his show? I want to know. Oh, they said. What was it? Cy <gasps> Cyrus's. Cy Cy Cyrus's. Somebody tell me. You guys, what was it? It was Cyrus's something. It was. Love and the Lord. Melissa, Melissa's name Cyrus's and, and Sasha's name. It's Love and the Lord with Sasha and Cyrus. <laughs> love and the Lord. But when you say it fast, it sounds like Love and the Lord. And so it works on multiple <laughs> levels. And Melissa, you just have to name everything from now on. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um what, what's the name chat tell us you'll figure it out you'll yeah i mean they'll tell, us. Something. they'll tell us but cyrus's flock cyrus cyrus's cyrus's no it it, it, blow, it had a c it had a sound at the beginning i don't think it was yes. a cc but more like a cs i, I don't know cyrus's uh -huh. seminary I, I don't remember exactly what it is um whatever but isn't it dumb that it's a radio show and not a podcast well here's the thing <laughs> Podcasts are for Democrats. News radio is for Republicans. You're right. I didn't think about that. You but know, I, mean, right. you, you, I mean, I'm sure Glenn Beck has a podcast. I'm sure you can find Michael Savage as a podcast. I'm sure you can find all of this stuff as a podcast. But when mm -hmm. it comes down to it, if you're turning on WZPC radio, it's probably a bunch of stuff about how the Democrats are controlling Congress. And this is why it's bad for Joe Biden. You know? Oh, yeah. That, that sort of stuff. Uh you know, not, not to irritate anybody who might be falling on that side of the political <laughs> spectrum. It doesn't really matter on the 10th floor, ultimately, because we're talking about soap opera, not real life. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but I think that's more of the style. Because even then, it's a, it's, it's a religious-based show, all that kind of stuff. Usually, generally speaking, center or left-leaning networks aren't really going to do, like, the Christian hour with Cyrus Renault. And, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was a little... Um, I, I was surprised but that they decided to do it this way with Kevin. Kevin telling Laura not to listen to it. Mm -hmm. No, Laura was right. She needed to be listened to every single word of that yeah. to understand what he's really saying. And as a psychiatrist, Kevin should be Kevin writing, should, be, should well. be listening too and making notes. Maybe Kevin just doesn't have time for this anymore because I, there's a baby that we just adopted. What am I going to do? Get drawn into yet another criminal problem? Nah, just going to. 
Let's sign this kid. You can deal with it, Laura. Oh. It's just Cyrus? so funny because before we started the show, I said Kevin is only in a scene to find a way to not be in a scene now. Like he shows up to be like, I'm going to go get Ace or show up and be like, I'm going to go get Ace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he just leaves. Like he, like when Cyrus showed up and Kevin was like, no, you're not going to go see the kid and just left. Why? <laughs> and Laura kind of spun it on Cyrus a little bit mm-hmm. because she started talking a little, a little bit of. Uh, religious wording as well using the word transgression mm-hmm. we have to you have to forgive our transgressions right as we try to forgive yours yeah. even if it and takes longer than is... you wanted to yes yeah. yeah she kind of spun it on him a little bit mm-hmm. and he took it mm-hmm. speaking his little religious language uh Chandra mm-hmm. says i think nina got it for him the radio show for cyrus remember the deal she made with cyrus i mean that, i mean i don't I don't know what sort of connection she has in the in the radio world, but sure, I imagine she could pull some strings to make sure. that happen. Sure. Mm. Nina only has Any- two radio stations because her empire is inherited. She has two radio stations? Nina does? I don't know anything about her owning radio stations. Oh, well, maybe. Well, I mean, maybe if she that- got them from, from Madeline or from, from Silas. They're cool. Well, well, her dad had a whole lot of stuff. Her dad, you know, oh, her I dad know she's had a an lot heiress. of stuff. Yeah, you know, she, she doesn't suffer for money. No, and it was not Madeline's money to begin with. It was her husband's. Yeah. Evan is busy being on the New York Times bestseller list. And that's true. John Lindstrom, New York Times bestseller, mama. I'm, I really, I'm, my, my intent is to read that book. Yeah, I think I'm sure I'm, it's available at every store. It looks I'm like sure it was it a huge too. wide release, which is awesome because they, yeah. they wouldn't have done that based on just John Lindstrom's name. You know, no. like Maurice Bernard didn't get a huge nationwide publicized release of his autobiography, but John Lindstrom's crime novel must be very good and leave the publisher with a lot of confidence to get as much backing as it did uh, just in the advertising and, and release of it alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a he did a book signing and, and, and read aloud uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. which I, I didn't attend. I should now that I have time for these things. Um, was it there in town? It was in it was somewhere in glendale which is a little past burbank oh it's not that far not super far you know still a good half hour at least matt you better get your butt down to that kind of stuff you can work a guest out of it i mean beyond that i can still you know tweet and stuff would be good for the for the show but past that too like it was it was him doing the thing but also and the reason why i kick myself for for not prioritizing it more was the fact that he was doing it with mike leaston mike leaston was you know, in conversation with John Lindstrom. Ben was there too. Yeah, yeah. I, sh- I should have. I should have. Cyrus named it "Searching with Cyrus." Oh, see, what I knew it was. Load a little bit. Searching with Cyrus. Hello, listeners. It's me, Cyrus Fernell. My flock mm-hmm. is going to grow. My flock is going to grow. Yes. So he's. But Laura's right, though. You know, like she, she, she needs to question everything he says and question his motives as well, because there's just no way that Cyrus is a hundred percent real with this no. stuff. No, of course not. Wait. No, he's he's got and some sort of ulterior it. motive. We don't know what that motive is, but it's not going to be friendly ultimately, and it might it might not be even supremely nefarious, other than still having a community to control that loves him. And, you know, if he don't cut his hair soon, he's going to be the hateful ponytail again real quick. 
yeah. That hair, that hair yesterday, I'm I'm sorry, but on Friday it needed one thing or another, a wash or a cut. I think it's fine. His hair looked nasty. It looked all, he looked looked simple. It looked like it smelled. Maybe that's the point, you know. Maybe he's like, he's really changed, you know. He's he's really changed the aesthetic. Um, I'm on I'm in all natural deodorants now. Um, you know I don't want to. And, did, and, the and did you notice too, like no no uh, no uh, no, no no whiskers no at all? Nothing at no all. Whiskers. Completely clean shaven. I think he looks yeah. great. I think he looks great. Uh, Chandra says that Laura was with Luke for 20 years. I think she could recognize a con most of the time. And I think that you're right, Chandra. She doesn't Absolutely. trust him. He's got some sort of ulterior motive because he's always had some sort of ulterior motive. And she throws that in his face, too. You know? Before yeah, when does. he would offer condolences, it was to rub it in the face that this person is gone. Yeah. Not this time, Laura. I've changed. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's almost... I just... Ugh, the little boy in Cyrus always comes out too because there there seems to get a point in the conversation he has with Laura every time where he reverts to five years old and wants to just go, why don't you trust me? Love me, love me, love me. Oh, Laura. Oh, love me. You know? And it's good. It's so good. It's so, and I hope we get our dreams of Hannibal Lecter Cyrus, you know? Because I think well, that's the best use of that character. I do. Oh, I think so too. I think so too. I do. I think so too. I don't want to see Cyrus running no prison gang. No, no, no. And I love that through Laura riddles that of too. his through riddles of his radio show. <laughs> I loved, I loved Laura calling that out too. It's like that's it. That is it right there. If you want us to trust that you've changed, you can't call your prison goons mm-hmm. to come help you or to protect my son in jail. That's not change, Cyrus. To just focusing no. your 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 problems you know your problematic oh, solutions on on a different problem yeah it's sure more manipulation she hasn't forgotten he held her at gunpoint either yes he held her hostage up until that last moment where curtis had to like take a shot and jump in and all that so basically i just want to be on the on the on i want to be a call in on uh cyrus's radio show i want them to cast that I want them to reach out to us here on the 10th floor and all the other GH podcasters as a way to say thank you very much for loving our show and putting on broadcast every week, giving people six days of General Hospital and not just five, you know, um, and I want them on and I want them to have us on because we have wonderful voices. Um, You do. You do too, Mama. Mine's okay. You do too. You know, where we can call in and be like, thank you for calling, searching with Cyrus. What can I help you find? Right. And I'll be like, I'm trying to find my soul, Mr. Cyrus Renault. You've called the right place. You have a soul. You just can't find it right now. Everybody was born with a soul. And it's either bright or it's diminished based on the choices that you've made. Uh, (laughs) You know, so thank you very much, Brother Cy. Can I do an accent? I want to be Southern. I want to be just like Mountain Gray. I I was your neighbor growing up. You just didn't recognize me because I was a little baby. They gonna do with what are they gonna do with him now? Now that he and now that he and Lucy have broke up, um, he's not. What, what are they, they gonna do him? with Michael Knight? Um, maybe with Valentine showing up, maybe Valentine is gonna start dripping his way back in, and, and Martin can find himself there. He's everybody's lawyer, you know. You 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 either have Diane or Martin. And if you scrape in the bottom of the barrel, you go see Scotty. <laughs> We're going to just program you into our, into our phones as the ambulance chaser. We're not even going to use your name. I'm sure Ken Schreiner loved that. 
<laughs> I say with sarcasm, as on this very show, he's like, I don't know why I'm an ambulance chaser now. <laughs> uh, Lori didn't uh, didn't forgive people who held her at gunpoint. At this point, would she be friends with them? Over the decades when you've been married to Luke, friends pull guns. <laughs> oh, goodness. Martin and Diane. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think Diane's even getting a romance with Robert after all either. So I don't like know it. what the future is for Diane. You know, I think that um, I think that people like her, but I don't know when it comes to like a central character on General Hospital. I don't know if that character is one that, at current, I can't. I can't say that Carolyn Hennessy is not talented because she totally is. But when yeah, it comes to the character of Diane Miller, having her be like a center focus of a story requires more detail about who Diane is, which we don't really have. Sure. And Diane so, doesn't have a family. Right. You know, and we know her as, as the tough lawyer that's always on Sunny's side. Uh, you know, I know that she had that romance with Max or whoever it was, but that was way in the background. Like never really would, even saw that. It would be kind of cool if they gave Diane a child and Diane had um decided to give her child up for adoption when she was very young struggling in college and law school mm -hmm. give her a family give her a family give her a little family uh, that, that would supply some of the details that i was talking about you know when it comes to mm -hmm. just the you know the emotional breadth of who diane is we, we pretty much get a lot of one or two notes from mm -hmm. that character, not from Carolyn Hennessy, because she's in care. That's not the case. Uh, but from the character of Diane, we just kind of know her as one or two things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just just saying, just saying. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, who knows? Maybe Tristan and, and, and Carolyn just don't get along. I don't know. Oh, I doubt that. And Tristan's just like, oh, I don't want to do this. Another romance. <laughs> I'm 77 years old. No, no. <laughs> uh, Kelly says that she's going to a Kathleen Gaddy uh, Zoom later. So that's good. Oh, that's cool. Kathleen usually does uh, cooking demonstrations yeah, on her Zooms, cooking, right? Cook, cooking with Kathleen, I think it is. So yeah, she'll show you that's a recipe, awesome. have a great time, chit-chat about life. I'm sure she tells stories about GH because, you know, mm -hmm. it's their biggest claim to American fame. Uh, I would mention want... the 10th floor, Kelly. Say, hey, I was just on the 10th floor. Maybe she'll remember us because she was one of our first guests. She was our very first guest. Our first guest. Uh, I mean, Yuzette. Yuzette Salazar was technically our first guest. Barry, a radio co-host. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. It was so nice of her too, because I, I I sent a thing, and I used to I used to watch Sarah and Vinny. She was the producer, Yuzette, and I sent her a message saying, "Hey, you know, I was inspired by you guys to a degree, and so you know, I'm doing I'm doing a podcast." And she's like, "Great, can I be on it?" And I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> absolutely." So I love the support. You know, I felt very encouraged by that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So encourage encourage people encourage I, that was, strangers. That was Inning. That was the beginning beginning. Yeah. Encourage strangers, folks. Encourage family. Encourage everybody to just, you know, go out there and do what, what falls into their heart is right so long as it's not hurtful to others. Yeah. You know, do that. Uh, I think she's the sister of the woman that gave up Laura's headshots. She was a model at 81 because they're playing by the same actress. Oh, I don't know who you're talking about. Sorry. Uh, Katie McLean is on dates. Okay. They're talking about Katie McLean. Dixie. She... Was she on Days Now? No, no, she was on Days. I think that was the last one that she was on. Okay. Days. Not that long uh, ago, I guess. And they love the chemistry between Robert and Diane. Oh, they have great chemistry, Jeannie says. So Jeannie was a Robert and Diane fan. I like them, too. I like them, too. But, you know, um, 
I, uh, I'm sure that he's not interested in doing this, and I'm sure that most of us are not interested in seeing it. We do not want to see just Tristan Roger Rogers, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to be doing that. Any anything like that? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're. Gonna but be you know, that. when it comes to older uh, pairings and love, mm-hmm. you know, you think Gregory's going to wind up being with, um, with Tracy? Gosh, I, I I honestly don't want him to be with anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Given the given the state of his illness and given the the state of of where Gregory's head is at with the illness as well, like it would take mm-hmm. it would take like a, a a very emotional conversation between him and Tracy or him and Alexis about reaching for the things that matter most when mm-hmm. you don't have much time left. Don't deny yourself something that would be great for your heart and your soul on your way out if blah blah yeah. blah like it would require one of those conversations and for mm-hmm. that to happen the other party would have to like really be into the idea and mm-hmm. both alexis and tracy have had so much disastrous love that i'm just not sure that they would make that choice and have it make total sense yeah because mm-hmm. alexis would be like man i love you i like you so much that i just have to get it get in with you before you die just like all of the others um you, you know like that that would have to be something that alexis is thinking about the audience at least would be thinking that and then tracy also in in the grand scheme of things pretty much just lost luke tragically and quickly yeah so to then willingly engage in a romance with somebody who is marching toward their own demise would also be one of those why would i put myself to relive something i just did unless it matters that much to them that they see it as we have to take advantage of something that's available to us that would mean something to our souls Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I don't, mm. I don't know. I thought it was cute when Tracy, when and Tracy and Gregory were talking, and he was saying he was going to go move in with Finn, and and she was like, "Well, he's a good backgammon player." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm moving in with Finn. Um, I liked. Um, I like Gregory. I think they're doing a great job with Gregory. I think Gregory Harrison is is just nailing it when it comes to the performance. Um, I love this conversation with Tracy where she's like, you're turning me into a good person. And I hate it. And he's like, what is that so bad? Uh, And then, you know, she mentioned something that makes him laugh because he talked, she talked to him like he wasn't dying. Um, mm-hmm. and it made him happy and it was, it was, it's good to see that. And I understand what, what you're saying, what other people are saying when it comes to, Oh, mm-hmm. the romance, the romance, but it doesn't necessarily have to be romance when it's still that yeah. intimate, but well, it's well, right now, right uh, now it, it's not a romance, but it is a very intimate, yeah, it's an uh, intimate friendship. friendship. So it's an opportunity friendship. to show, I guess, a different side of things if they so chose, but I understand that it's also a soap opera and, and love is love is love is love. And so it's entirely possible that two mm-hmm. or all three of them will link up for some sort of weird geriatric freeway before he passes away. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes, my eyes. <laughs> What, Dad? What? In this house? (laughs) Uh, Gregory and Tracy will be besties, and Tracy will become an honorary grandmother to Violet and parent to Finn, as per Greg's request. Watch over them for me, Tracy. Greg is Tracy's stone cates. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see, Melissa. We'll see. We'll see. Oh. Actually, that would be kind of good. Yeah, I, I, I just I don't know what the future is for these for those crazy kids, but something is the future, and it's probably 
continue thing. And then to close all that out, um, I even tweeted, Gregory Harrison made my little dry eye cry when he was telling Violet about stuff, explaining, you know, maybe sometimes it'll be harder for me to catch my breath. Maybe sometimes I'll fall down, but I don't want you to ever worry about blah, 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 blah. Just his explanation to her, the, the lines that they use or the lines that he spoke um, and his facial expressions during it just all worked for me in great ways. I think so. I, I I thought it was good too, and I and I often think that um, I often think that when you have an adult talking to a child about something serious, it just comes off so cornbally and not. And sometimes Grandpa's gonna fall down. But it's exactly. Be okay. <laughs> exactly. But no, it's very very like talking to her like she's a person, you know, because right. the Violet character as well has shown that she's you know a couple of heads above her peers when it comes to maturity mm -hmm. for her age. Uh, she yeah. even had to go like, well, what, 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 I need to go process this. Like mm -hmm. she's grew up on TikTok. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, when it comes to that kind of scene, because I've seen so many of those kinds of scenes um, be just not good. Yeah. And this one, this one was good and seemed genuine and heartfelt and, and pretty real. So thank you very much for, for doing a great job, Gregory Harrison. Reaching for that Emmy is what he's doing. Yeah. Trying to get that Max Gale Emmy. Yeah, but it's, that's got to be, you know, even though, of course, she knows it's TV and she's acting, mm -hmm. but um, that would be a hard thing for a, a little seven, eight-year-old play. You got to play your grandpa's dying? I don't know how hard or easy it is for these kids. I don't know either. You know, I don't know how, how disconnected they're able to be from the Yeah, maybe they're events. able to disconnect easy, easy. You know, I mean, also, you know, I mean, they're doing it. And then there's a whole day leading up to this, too, that we don't see of them waking up and, and, and fighting with their parents to get their, their fruity pebbles in their bellies so they can get into the car and strap themselves into the car seat because they're still tiny to be driven <laughs> down to the studio for hair and makeup and to go hang out in the playroom with the other kids. And, oh, hey, Chad, uh, uh, let me color for a little while. Let me get a little lesson in. Let me go on to the soundstage for up to an hour because I'm only eight. Um, mm hmm be done with that come back two hours later after my mandated break so i can try to get these last scenes in again and i go home it's a very it could be a very disconnecting experience it could be you know it could be yeah i didn't think about you yeah you're right you're right you know there's a lot goes into that that makes it very much not real <laughs> right you know it's super not real uh but yeah, but i don't real. again i don't know this is just super guesswork super guesswork it could be the most intimately real thing on the planet I don't know. I don't know either. But, you know, I mean, kids are able to play, like, these horror characters and stuff and not be completely broken afterward. True. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody else tell me. Somebody else give me the answer right now. I said now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, Stone was a little brother. Stone was Jagger's little brother. So to mm -hmm. just answer any questions out there, Melissa's uh, going over the history here. Uh, Stone was Jagger's little brother, and he died because of AIDS. He sure did. He got, he got, he contracted it through, uh, I think, drug use or something. I believe it was, yes. Yeah. Uh, the classic scene, you know, something that really uh, uh, secured uh, General Hospital in those couple of years of uh, important storytelling when it comes to the daytime depiction of AIDS at a time in which it was still... Mm -hmm. Big, scary, unknown. Yeah. Into the world stuff. Yeah, it was like, you know, there was, yeah. 
Philadelphia. Now, now more than likely, you know, if you were telling a a, a similar story now, it would have a completely different beat. Yeah, and it would be AIDS it, might yeah. not even be mentioned. It would just stay with HIV. It would stay with HIV, which is a bit, you know, I mean, you know, you know I can't say 100% of cases are, you know, it's, it's not the case. It depends on detection, uh, self-care, um, ability and access to medicine, doctors, mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff, yeah. you know, and not everybody has access to that easily. Well, not everybody has so. the same. You know, uh, but there's a lot more education out there in the world now when it comes to what it is, how you get it, what the stages are, what you can expect, uh, how it onsets, uh, all sorts of different things. Um, there's also preventative medications that exist out there as well. Um, there is also ways for the viral load to stay at an undetectable level, which, while isn't 100% safe for every single person out there in the world, is far more safe than if you had a detectable viral load. Well, sure. Uh, yeah. So, you know, there's all kinds of different, you know, great progresses that were made in cocktails and medicine. So the story now would be living with it, dealing with it, pretty much the Robin they, side of they, things. Yeah, exactly. The Robin story. The Robin story is living with it and even having children after that. Living children after that, but also having, you know, the, the, cognizant and the cognizance and the awareness that you do carry this, this potentially very devastating and deadly disease. And when mm -hmm. you get shot at the Metro Court... Mm -hmm. It then becomes a even bigger situation as people are hunting through your body trying to get this bullet out. Yep. So I remember that. So so yeah. So that I guess that's how it would be told. Um, but it's nice that it, you know it's great that it's not a death sentence anymore. You know you don't get the oh my god. I, I mean you still have the oh my god I have HIV diagnosis and you there's still the emotional gamut that you have to go through because you now have a completely trajectory completely different trajectory of your life going forward when it comes to how you have to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So. Yep. Well, hello for the second time. I must not have so, been here the first time. The one Tracy thing, the one thing history. That... Hi. Yes. What? What did? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'm saying hi to people. The one thing that we didn't talk about, um, you know, with Sunny, mm -hmm. Sunny was so concerned about you know, decks and stuff and getting him out of town, but you know what he wasn't concerned about too much. Well, the mole's still out there. I need to get to deal with this and focus on it some more. The mole's still out there. You have a mole still. I feel like he's going to figure it around on or around the date of March 4th is likely when we're going to figure out exactly what's been going on here. Olivia Jerome yeah. is dead. I know Olivia Jerome is dead. What's the point of killing Olivia? Um, to sell the fact that this person is killing mobsters. You, oh, Joey Novak's dead. Oh, who cares? Olivia yeah, Jerome's they, dead. Oh, schnit. But they made they also made a point though that um that probably wasn't happening on the inside because she had to be out of she jail had to be out, for them to know, murder her. Right, right. So let's everybody get sent to prison. It will be safe. And execution too, right in the back of the head. Oh yes, like like down on your knees, I'm yes, gonna take you like, out type of deal. Listen, yeah. Olivia folks, Olivia Jerome is dead. Olivia, Olivia. Jerome is dead. This and Emma don't care, by the way. This isn't this is not the beginning of Olivia Jerome's return to the canvas. Oh. This is not something that they are going to undo in six months as they find all of the victims still alive in some sort of dungeon. Olivia Jerome is dead. Tanya Walker dead. is not coming back to General Hospital. Tanya Walker has said, why did they do this? I'm so upset. Of course, Tanya Walker is not going to be happy with the fact that they killed her character off screen. Sure that means that any dreams that she had of returning to the show are smashed forever. She's not going to be happy about that. 
she dead. Olivia Jerome is dead. And to me, this, it's fine. When you have a character that you have absolutely no intention on ever bringing back, like Luke, like Olivia, you can do this stuff for current plot. Yeah. Olivia. But, is... he, but she's dead to sell, to sell the fact that this person is targeting criminals. Yes. This person is not out to get Curtis. This person is not out to hurt the innocent. He is out there to take out mob bosses. Mm-hmm. Under whose orders? Who knows? Maybe nobody's. Uh, but when it comes down to it, they weren't going to be using Olivia. They were probably going to be using Ms. Wu. So no, Wu's not going to get shot in favor of keeping Olivia Jerome. Plus, Wu has no, a lot, doesn't have a bunch of story attached to her. Doesn't have a mm-hmm. lot anchored to her. Doesn't have other characters anchored to her in major ways. Mm-hmm. So keeping the character that is intrinsically tied into so much plot versus keeping the character you can do pretty much anything you want with. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep the character. I can pretty much do anything I want with. Olivia's stories have been told. True. That's, That's how true. how I feel about it anyway. Yeah, Olivia's stories have been told. Yeah. So she's a goner, and Ava didn't care. But I didn't. I wasn't surprised by that. I didn't think Ava would care. Mm-hmm. Because Olivia was terrible to her. Oh yeah. Uh, on her last uh, go round. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I don't. You know, I'm not. But I thought it was kind of cool that they had uh, Alexis go tell her. Yeah. And man, that's the first time we've heard the name of Julian in anybody's mouth for a long time. Yeah, I figured you should know this from somebody who knew both of them. Oh, you must be. Doing a little tap dance over the facts was given what they did do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Yes, uh, yeah, Stephanie agrees. Yes, man, I thought, why Olivia until they thought of the mob hits? It's it's to sell the mob thing. Uh, again, you can't say, oh, I killed Joey Novak. Oh, I killed uh, Russell Sanchez. Like, like you know, nobody, nobody knows who those people are. Nobody would really care that the vigilante, so to no, speak, is taken out. Do you remember when um, Anna was saying that they need to, like, Give somebody some kind of bargain, maybe let him out of jail. Mm-hmm. Mason, yeah, Bring Mason. Mason. That's a good Mason. candidate. That's a good candidate for somebody to get them out of jail. Yeah, and maybe he knows something about it because he was involved in the Pikeman stuff. Yeah. So he might know something. Maybe they can send him to talk to O'Neill or whatever it was that they were saying. Yeah. Or is that the other show? Yes. That wasn't the other show. That was Days. Was uh, it that Days? Days they have O'Neill in the jail and they needed to send some rat and they didn't have time. No, but Ava, but, but Anna was talking about. Oh, okay. Anna was talking about. Doing something similar like that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Send somebody to the inside to talk because it's safe there. Uh, it was yeah. it was General Hospital that was that was doing that. Yeah. Watching too many soaps is what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, so Anna was saying that, but they were also worried that they didn't have enough time for this person to ingratiate themselves to this person to give them the information they need. Yes, but right. until we have a, another plan, this is what we have to go with. Is pretty much what Anna <laughs> said. We don't have another plan right now. So, but that's who I thought of. I thought, oh well, Mason might Mason might be able to help, and he is in Pittenville. Mm-hmm. 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 Of course, no. we remember Eternia, but wasn't that on One Life to Live? That was One Life to Live. That was Vicky and her sick ass dad. Oh, they're saying that that's where all the criminals have been squirreled away to. Oh, and I like it. Taken to Eternia. Eternia kind of remind me of like a 
fact that Antonia, it reminded me a little bit about, um, you know, like uh, Planet of the, uh, of the Apes when they were underground. Mm -hmm. Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Yes, beneath the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. But yes, I remember Eternia. That was that was wackadoodle out there in uh, um, Ice Princess Land kind of storyline. I love Garuola. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Charlton Heston. Oh, I'm sure Cat remembers Eterna. She does. She told me about Eterna. If it wasn't for Ma, I would never have known that, that magical land of make believe existed. I liked Eternia. I did. And Vicky going down there, and she'd been I'm there before, and she didn't oh remember goodness. it, and all of it. Oh my God. Secret society of futuristic near alien humans? <laughs> Under land, oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> yes, 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 of course I remember it. Oh God. Um,. So yeah, Olivia's dead. She's gonna be super dead. Um, Jason did it. Like Jason's the shooter, unless he's the red herring and it's not Jason, and Jason's gonna pop back to stop it, which I don't think is the case. Um, I think we have a lot of red herrings going on. I think we've got a lot of misdirection happening because there's a Jason-sized hole in Sunny's organization now. There sure is. Does that mean that Sunny's gonna come back to hang out with him after everything that's gone on in Jason's absence? Mm. Who knows? Only time no. to tell folks. I don't know. All I know is I know I I have a feeling this is going to be the truth, you guys. I know this is not popular with some folks, but you're not going to get no J Sam. No, no, J Sam's ship ship has sailed, uh, and uh, oh, it's so funny. The Phoenix, the it's... Phoenix, and the and the and the and the whatever the, what it was, Phoenix, the Phoenix and, the... And, the, and the dragon. I flew the coop. They have flown in different directions. I think yes. it's so funny that um, Danny gets drunk. Sam is very concerned over Jason's influence on Danny's genetic code and his predisposition yeah. for things. And I see Alexis there. Attracted to danger. Uh, I see Alexis there going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then everybody on, on, on Twitter is like, what the f*** is Sam talking about? Jason whacked his head, which is why he acts like he did. Before yes. that, he was a prim and proper cue. Going to medical oh school and all he that. Had a, he had a sweater school. vest on and he was like, what can I do for you? Yeah, hi, huh. my name is Damian Spinelli, Jason Morgan. <laughs> you know? Like, and then, yeah, and then he would, yeah. He and then was he walloped a, his head and then behave like that. And so they're saying, oh, well, Jason's influence, Jason's influence, Jason's influence wouldn't be like that. Uh, there's two things. One, Sam is not considering her own influence on Danny. And I think that this is going to come up in conversation at some point where somebody says, Sam, what the hell are you talking about? You're the one that dove for diamonds while while conning that rich person in the boat above. Like, come on. Come on. Yeah. And, um, and you know, and she, and she, uh, and like she told her mom. She did all kinds of things. She did all kinds of things. And then, um, and then I think that also the the audience is under considering the years that Jason was in Danny's life, giving him an example of how to live. So you know, she might not necessarily being said saying, "Oh well, he's well since his dad is Jason and Jason is genetically predisposed to risk taking." It might <laughs> be more Jason is his father who showed him this lifestyle as a young child, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. might be more the note than what people are interpreting uh, yeah. it as i think you're right you know so i don't know whatever uh but yeah you we, what you said at the top of the show is, is it seems to be correct I, I it looks like i'm getting my thing 
I'm getting yeah, my, sounds like my you're getting your the story. bad one. Jake is the good one. Jason's going to have to show up into town to try to set things straight with his kids, but then it's just going to be some sort of big fight. It's going to be a big fight. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam leaving her kids at the mansion to go off on adventures. Exactly, Kelly. <laughs> so I think someone's going to remind Sam that, yeah, just because you're, you're, you're chill now, you weren't always. No, and she, and she knows that. She knows that. She was all, she was up to shenanigans. She came into the show as a, a blackmailer and a con artist. Yeah, I, I think that she's just missing that about herself, and there's going to be a character that reminds her. It could even be Dante. Okay. I think even Dante was pulling that a little bit. I did something in 1993, and I think you did too. <laughs> like, and then I lied to my kids about that, 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 that. and I get it. I get it. You, uh -huh. you know, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm not a parent, so I haven't had to have this conversation with myself or my significant other about, well, what do I tell my kids I actually did? You know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I grew up in a house of honesty. Um. Yeah. Well, I, I, to me, I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you've done. Be honest with your children. Mm -hmm. There's just no reason not to tell them, honestly. <laughs> I mean, unless you know. Well, what if he takes it as permission to continue? Is like, what for Sam's, instance, Sam, like, Sam's for instance. issue was. I, had a fr I have a friend. And recently, she said that she threw away all her high school yearbooks. <laughs> because she didn't like what was written in them, how they were signed. Okay. It like they were, the way autographs were written and paragraphs were written. And she didn't like that her daughters could read that and have a like picture. What was written though? Was it like, I love the beads that you gave me underneath the bleachers? Like, I don't <laughs> know what the heck it said. I don't know, but I thought, you know, there's just nothing. There's nothing. You don't got to erase your history. No, I would just tell my kids, you know, I did this and this is dumbass and this is what happened because of what I did. I know that this is a bad thing because I did it and here were the yeah. consequences. Yeah, and this is what happened. I, I think I think honesty is the best way to go with it. You know, don't try to whitewash yourself like, you, like you're perfect or something. Yeah, like, no. oh, I never. Oh, I'm telling you because I'm the moral paragon that you need to uh, achieve. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I get it. I get Me. it. Jason can't be honest with his children, says Melissa, because that would make him ex them accessories after the fact. Well, maybe he doesn't have to give them the details of everybody's everybody that he's put down in the Pine Barrens. Exactly. You can say, but, there's some bones out there that I know about, though. But um, he, let me tell you a story about your Uncle AJ, who smashed my head against a rock. You know, he can tell that story. <laughs> yes, exactly. And this is why you don't drink, Danny. Do you want yes. Jake's head to be get smashed against rock? That's what people were saying on Twitter. They were worried that uh, that Jake was going to get into Danny's car and wind up smashing his head too. Well, that would be full circle, wouldn't it? I mean, they might do but it. I don't want to see that. If the original writers are back, maybe they're maybe they're three years of ideas or just three years of ideas they've already done. Well, <laughs> are they gonna? Okay. Oh. Oh, gosh. I think that's it, though, Ma. Is there anything else we, we desperately need to talk about? We mentioned everything that I wrote down. I don't think so. I, I, guess we, I guess we covered it. I don't think there's anything more important to talk about. I'm sure Melissa will be like, oh, but what about this thing? And I'll be like, well, that thing happened. The end. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's it. We've been talking forever. It's almost one o'clock. 
<laughs> Cheryl didn't get any yearbooks because they couldn't afford them. It's a real thing. I'm sorry to hear that. That's a real, 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 real thing. It is a real, real, real thing now, especially now, like an annual is like, gosh, I think it's a, I think the last time I heard someone talking about it, that they were like a, about $125, $150. We didn't talk about Drew, but that's all right. Once Drew actually like really like plants a bomb in Nina's car, we'll have a lot more to talk about. Yeah, I think, I think right Drew now, might do angry. something crazy. I think Drew might do something crazy. And, you know, uh, I, I, I do think so, because he's fallen off the deep end, which he which makes Drew more interesting. However, I'm sorry, Cameron. It's OK if you go do some Lifetime movies. Yeah, just go do some Lifetime movies. It's OK. And then, then people are talking okay. about Lucy and the dinner rolls. It's raining dinner rolls. <laughs> Did you want Tracy through the back of Tracy's head? Almost knocked her bun down. <laughs> That was funny. Oh, Drew is going off the rails. People want to talk about Drew. Drew's going nuts. He's going crazy. I don't remember much of the details of what happened with Drew this week, so I guess that's why I didn't write it down. Um, I know that he's he's angry. I know that Carly's like, come on, bro. Like, let's just be done. And he's like, no, I've got to ruin her life. You know? No, he's still wanting to ruin her life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's pretty much what it is right now. Lupper. Lucy and Scotty wouldn't be Lupper. I don't understand Lupper. Lucy and Supper. Oh, lunch and supper. Lupper. <laughs> Kelly. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I understand. Valentine got up in his face, though, and I loved that. Well, hey. Maybe you should back off a little bit, Drew, huh? Valentine's yeah. after Nina again. No, no, no. We can just still have fond affections for each other. Sonny and Nina I, are getting back together. Come on. I think so, too. Um... What what I do think Valentine is doing is leaning back into his Cassidyness. He doesn't have anybody. I think Valentine. I think I think Valentine. You know, with being good and everything, I think that ship sailed with his relationship with Anna. I don't think mm. he's going to be good anymore. And I like Valentine when he's a little more underhanded, anyway. Rather than the soft-spoken romantic. Yeah, I hear and you. now that he's not with Anna, I don't think they're going to rekindle him and him well, and. Uh, we, I don't know, think so. we just we just we just don't I, I feel like we don't need to retread this these old territories between Valentine and Nina and Sonny and Ava like we, we've been there we've been there you know um, I do think though I do think that if it's Ava and Sonny it's gonna be a one-night stand thing it's gonna be an afternoon it. thing it's not gonna be a romance it's just gonna be a tryst anyway you know I, I'd rather see Nina and Valentine uh with an afternoon fling than a, a, a Sonny Ava one but that's also because Sonny, you know, over the years, Sonny has just got it in with everybody. You know, you know, like at a certain point, you are less, oh man, how, you know, I'm, these are my physical uh, expressions. And you just start becoming just a dirty old man. And I, <laughs> you know, understand, I'm not, I don't need to see dirty old man Sonny. It's just like, I just need to get it in, you know? You know, you know, I was looking at I was looking at him from Friday's show. I was mm -hmm. looking at his hair. Yeah. Remember how we had a conversation not too long ago about, you know, how often they must color his yeah. hair? I, I think they're putting some kind of like um wash, uh like you know, something that you can wash out easily. I think they're putting some shoe polish kind of crap on his hair on film days. 
Man, that looked that looked almost like a little helmet yesterday. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're just keeping it black, and then he goes to go home and r- rinses it out because uh, when when you watch State of Mind, he's he's nowhere near as dyed. As exactly, I show. thought about that too. He doesn't have that stark stark black hair yeah. even on his new episodes of State of Mind. I think they're using some kind of you know washout stuff. Oh yeah, I think so too. I think, I think that's probably the stuff. network or the show saying it rather than Maurice wanting it, unless Maurice wants it. I don't know. Sonny's got black hair. Sonny doesn't go gray. That was for Mike. Mike. Uh, Well, in conclusion, Melissa says Sonny and Stella are the future. So we will see. (laughs) Oh, I saw on the preview on Friday, I'm sure you guys did too, where Stella and Marshall were having another stern conversation with each other. Well, there you go. Resisting their love. Yeah, I think well, I think it's going to be true. Unfortunately, anyone else notice something between Brick and Jordan? Yeah, yeah, they want you to to, to enjoy that little flirty romance. But like we were saying last week, uh, Cheryl, if you didn't see that, check it out last week. Uh, I, we don't think that Stephen A. Smith has the time to dedicate to a real romance on the show. And if anything, this is just flirty, flirty. I think so too. I think yeah. it's just flirty, flirty too. Um, and uh, I I don't know. I I just I can't decide. I don't know who is who is the mole. I don't think they're saying Frank, 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 Frank. Who's this other just random goon that has a name now? Well, yeah, but Frank has been on canvas with almost no spoken spoken words for years. But maybe that's what sells it. He's been there. He really for has. Years Frank's now. been Frank's been in the orbit of Sonny for years. Yeah, I mean, so does he have? He does he have a family connection like Dex, you know, and a personal connection like Dex? But he's had some big old ears all these years, though. He's heard plenty. Yeah, so it could be it could be Frank if they if they're going for the mole route, then it could be Frank. I'm I'm just going for the Jasons doing it, and there's no mole because he just knows the operation. Yeah, well, I don't I don't just wonder, you know, is Steve Burton saying it ain't that? Just. Just because trying to throw us off and it is that? Well, he said it's not what you think. He didn't say anything specific. No. It could mean anything. It's true. He could come it's back wearing, wearing wearing reindeer sweaters. While no. holding a gun. No, Steve, as Steve is right now, he has a he has a little thing going on with um with fans that if you enter a contest, you could win one of three black t-shirts signed because by Steve giving Burton. them all away in, no to ways. make room for his reindeer sweaters. <laughs> well, <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. I don't want him to stay good, though. But I wouldn't mind that. But I don't want him to come back like that. I want oh, him to we'll come see. back like a badass like he is. It's Avery. Yeah, we'll see. I want him to come back as a badass. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not with a mole because I don't care. Um, like I don't. I don't give a give two s's if somebody we've never heard of is selling Sunny out. Like I, I just don't give a crap at all. So I'm, 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 I'm just pro. Somebody already just knows how to navigate the operation because Sunny didn't update it in enough time. Because <laughs> hmm. I just, you know, oh, it's Frank. Oh, it's 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 so and so who works in the in the warehouse. Like I don't I, at this point, you know, if it's not Dex, I don't give a crap. You know. Yeah. Well, maybe there's going to be something like uh, something off from left field that we just don't see coming at all. I'm for that. I'm, I'm for, for that left too. field. Definitely for left field. Um, Morgan. Morgan. Why? Why does people want Morgan back so bad? Because there was nobody. 
But what about Morgan the character is so necessary that we must have him return? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not, I know. I'm not, oh, no, I'm not like, oh, I must see Morgan. No, you know, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm not angry. I'm, I'm passionate when I ask the question because it comes out so often. Morgan, 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 Morgan. It does, Morgan. it does come off. Oh, it does. Flippin' important was Morgan. Like, why, why is this such a hole on the show that needs to return? Like, I, I want to know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong for it, but I want to know what, what, what brings out that Morgan passion. Mm, tell me on Twitter. We're about to log off. <laughs> follow us on x on twitter at 10th floor gh if you haven't done so already get in the soap chat and answer my question what is so flipping important about morgan i want to know i want to know <laughs> uh, uh but beyond that you know you can join us next week live right here on youtube to get back into the soap chat some more 9 a.m for days for dummies 11 a.m pacific time both pacific times uh, about thursday matt uh and also you know i was gonna get to that uh, for Soap Chat oh, okay. on Sundays, right. Right, 10th floor, Days for Dummies. And Thursdays, late night tonight, we're going to try to do that a, a lot more. Uh, this week, we're going to be ringing the Desperate Housewives. We're going to try to play a game on Thursdays, you know? Yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, we're going to be ranking the Desperate Housewives, likely the Desperate Housewives' husbands as well. You know? <laughs> we'll see if they all fall in. You know, it was was Lynette and... Uh, I don't even remember her husband's name right now. I'm going to do some research. Uh, I'm gonna have to look around look a little bit. You know, I remember his face. I remember he's that dude from from um, Melrose Place. Doug mm -hmm. Savant is his name. Love him. Lynette. Love. Lynette. Is is Doug the character's name? Lynette and Doug. I don't remember. Who cares? We'll 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 remind ourselves before. What time yeah. on Thursdays? 10 p.m. Eastern time. You're lucky you're on, on the That's why we call it. Late night tonight. For Pacific people, it's only 7, 7 p.m. Yeah. But for the rest of the world, because Pacific, you know, is amongst the last to have a day. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, we uh, we call it late night tonight. It's 10 p.m. Pacific time. Watch us before Letterman. Mm -hmm. da -da 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 -da. Or you know what? If, if 10 p.m. is just too late for y'all and you got, you know, you got places to be next morning somewhat early. Um, Watch the replay. Just on the replay. Watch us on the replay. I also put it up on the podcaster as well. So, you know, you can listen to just the audio if you wish. So, we'll be, yeah, we'll be ranking the Desperate Housewives and having some memories for that. Who knows what else it is we'll talk about. It's, it's a very loosey-goosey show. At least here on the 10th floor, we try to get it back to GH as often as possible. Mm -hmm. Late night tonight, you get what you get. Uh, <laughs> we might talk about GH a little bit. Yeah, I mean probably uh that's it though folks uh, thank you very much for joining us like i said we'll see you next week so get onto that elevator we're going back down to the first floor we're going to get into the parking garage to turn on radio cyrus <laughs> my goodness <laughs> thank you have a dry safe drive home um <laughs> Uh, or you can tune your radios to previous episodes of the 10th floor, which you can find on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. I say tune your radio to it because you can even get your little satellite or thingy to talk mm -hmm. to iHeartRadio or to Spotify or whatever to play the 10th floor in your car. Yeah. It's super awesome. You can find it there. Thank you again, Dolly. For liking all of those videos as you make it through the uh, the timeline of 10th floor. Uh, if you want to do the same, you can, you know, on Podbean app or anywhere else that you can find the podcast. You can also find a large library of them right here live on YouTube as well. It sure can. Days for Dummies, interviews with people like Tanisha Harper, Ken Schreiner, all exist so, here on the so YouTube channel. So, Dolly, I want to know, are you, are you, I know you're listening to it in order. However, are you listening to the current ones 
that are like yeah i'm wondering when you're going to come across this would you just be listening today anyway if you you listen to this one dolly like it so i can see your name on the little like list yeah and then i'll know if you're listening live as well if not then you know in a couple of months when you get here hi Uh, follow the links that Chandra has put lovingly in the chat when it comes to Instagram, the Twitter, the X, the link tree to other things where you can find the YouTube and the podcasting as well. Uh, there's also a, a merch store out there that I really need to fix the name of so it's easier to do and memorize. We'll see when we get there. Uh, I know mm-hmm. Kelly got a cup. So, you know, there's cups and t-shirts. I should order some t-shirts for us to wear on the podcast to sell them some more. That would be smart. Uh, anyway, previous episodes of 10th Floor, you can find it on all your favorite podcasting platforms. If you can't find it on your favorite podcasting platform, reach out to me on Twitter at 10th Floor GH, or you can send an email to 10th Floor GH at gmail.com. Uh, past that, we'll see you next week. Go spend yep. some time with your families. I've been Matt. <laughs> I've been Kat. We'll see you next time right here on the 10th Floor. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.